Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the After Hours Podcast with Bella. I am Mare. And I am Bella. Welcome back, guys. It's our last episode of this season. Yes. It's uh, being posted a lot later than we expected. <laughs> Not going to lie. We're sorry for Two that. weeks later than it's, it was supposed to, but you mm-hmm. know, life happens. Things it happen. Does. And um, we can't guarantee that we'll have a consistent schedule at the moment. Yeah, but just got too much going on in both of our lives right now. Mm-hmm. We'll try and give you guys episodes when we can, as often as we can. So, yeah. But after this episode, we are taking a break Very just true. to take our pics, new picture, just to mm-hmm. um, set up some... Revamp the podcast. Revamp really. it, basically. Just a bunch of new things. We might have the new logo, yeah. who knows. We're going to come up with new topics, talk about bringing some new guests. Yeah. So stay tuned. Stay That's tuned for that and follow us on IG at after hours underscore podcast YYC for some updates, some clips, some just to know when our episodes just are dropping. Then. Just all of that. <laughs> you can even um DM us about topics you wanna talk about want us to talk about. Mm-hmm. If you wanna be a guest on the podcast, let us up there. And since we are going to be giving a shout out to local businesses, you can also hit us up about that, too. Yeah. Just hit us up in the DMs. We'd love to support local businesses. So yeah. just let us know. Let us know. Tell us what you're about. We'll see if you're worth being on. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I'm joking. I'm joking. Uh, but right. what's today's episode about, Bella? Today's episode is on disassociation. Why do you say like I that? I don't know. I don't know why I said Dissociations? it like that. Dissociations? <laughs> yeah. Dissociations. I knew as soon as I said it, I said it wrong. You know what we need to do? We actually need to, like, when we start making YouTube videos, which we're going to do soon, mm-hmm. we need to, like, have a video with just clips of where we fucked up. Like, honestly, I think, like, I want to make an episode of just the clips where, like, we the stuttered. Bloopers. The bloopers. The stuttering. So the saying though. words wrong. The just the stupid Oops, moments, some things that we leave out of episodes. Yeah, cause yeah, cause that that's actually stupid. Like you wouldn't mm-hmm. guess that we're like university educated students, right? We are. Oh, we are. It doesn't you know, that this is holds back from being dumb too? I mean, we not dumb. So we have our dumb moments, blonde yeah. moments, everything. Blonde moments. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, so dissociation, not disassociate. Disassociation. Dissociation. Dissociation, Um, yes. We're talking about dissociating and all that it has to do. I don't, okay, that was, I totally phrased that wrong. You you might have to edit that out. Stop, bro. You're stupid. No. Two strikes, bro. I just got out of two classes, bro. My brain is kind of mumble jumbled. Um. Guys, you know what this girl said to me? She was like, Mir, how do you spell toot? And I was like, T-U-T, because I thought she was talking about the name. And then she was like, no, not that toot. And after, I was like, oh, like, toot your horn. And she was like, no, Mir, no. I'm talking about, like, toot your horn. No. And I've never looked at her like such a dumbass in no, my life. I, I was asked like, you once, and you said... I spelled the, you the spelled name it. Way. You spelled the, the name way, And then right? you said no. And I said, oh, like, toot your horn? And you said, no, man. Like, I thought like, you were saying like, toot your horn. And I was like, this girl is a fucking idiot. Did no. you know what It's because you spelled toot. And then I thought you said toot as in, like, toot a person. Like, you know, toot, last name, dang, or something. You know what I mean? Toot your horn? I thought you were, I really a thought you were talking about some uncle. Nah, bro. I didn't hear toot. I didn't hear your horn. 
That was on our third strike else. today. What are you talking about? Else. Anyways, Mrs. Yeah. Third Strike, tell us what the association is. Well, it's basically checking out of reality. Um, dissociating kind of feels like you're. I wouldn't. I guess not present, but you're just. You are in, not present. You are not present, but you're just not tapped into reality not tapping to anything like you're you basically just floating through yeah. life it's kind of like when you're dreaming you know when you have daydreams and that's all you're just thinking about you're not really being present in the moment that's kind of what kind kind of what it's like yeah yeah we were talking about this because i have been going through a very dissociative period mm-hmm. in my life yeah. cap cap i've been very dissociated uh uh time is not a thing mm-hmm. like honestly right now i feel like i saw Bella yesterday but it was actually not yesterday but i wouldn't know because <laughs> i really just cannot like time is not a thing in my head mm-hmm. and it's like i've been so dissociated from life i don't even think about anything yeah when i dream there's nothing in my dreams yeah. i actually started dreaming yesterday was the first day i started dreaming again bro, last night i had some weird ass dreams bro and they were like multiple dreams and I kind of remember them. That's why I'm like, they're, they're the only thing so I remember weird. about one of my dreams is I was in the hospital, and mm-hmm. it was so it was like a Grey's Anatomy thing. But I think it says I was been been uh, been binge uh, been binge watching Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, but my dream was like, I think something to do with the zombie apocalypse or some shit like that. For one of them, it was so weird. Anyways, yeah. that's sick. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so yeah, I've been super dissociated. Mm-hmm. I barely talk to people, and when I did, I only wanted to talk about their lives. Yeah. And I I just, I don't know. Being dissociated, bro, now you're making me fuck up the word. Being Sorry. dissociated, like, was a peaceful place for me, because mm-hmm. I was like, I don't have to worry about anybody. I don't have to worry about myself. I don't have to worry about anything. I'm just in my bubble. I'm enjoying my bubble. At the same time... When you're in that period, you kind of have to realize that reality is going to catch up to you. Oh, 100%. You know? You can't 100%. And it did. Yeah. And it, it definitely did. But in those moments, I I would say, like I said before, guys, this is our second time taking this, uh, taping this episode because... Yeah. We filmed a lot of... Well, we filmed a couple episodes before actually yeah. posting if we post this one because they just did not work out They didn't work well. out for us. Mm-hmm. But... Like, um, I said in the one we, we did before this that I feel like my dissociative periods of time mm-hmm. were healthy for me because I like to, I don't just sit and just sit in a bubble. I kind of like meditate. I like watch podcasts. I mm-hmm. I think about like myself. Like I just become so in tune oh, with myself. So yeah. And I become super self-aware, and the only problems with and like I write and stuff, like I write poems, I write mm-hmm. uh, all these other things just to get my emotions out. So it's good for me in that way where I become self, like aware and very in tune with myself. But I mm-hmm. realized the downside of that that I didn't realize when we were taping the last one, but I did now is I become hyper independent, mm-hmm. and I also become hypersensitive, mm-hmm. where the smallest things will bother me when usually it wouldn't if I was just in myself, like, in reality. Yeah. But because I'm so hyper-sensitive and I'm so in tune with myself Mm -hmm. and I'm not used to feeling my emotions, everything is taken very 
deeply. Because it's like everything kind of tries to poke into your bubble that you've created. You yeah. Know? And you don't want to disrupt that bubble. You don't want to break it down. So you're like, every little thing. I will find a reason to be like, exactly. you're out. Like, yeah. you, you fucking, like, I don't know why. Like, I I realized how mean I was when mm-hmm. I was in, like, my period because I was like, I was like, why am I so bluntly honest? Like, why mm-hmm. am I so harsh with it? Mm-hmm. Like, usually I will learn, I know how to say how I feel without hurt, without the intention of hurting your feelings. If you do get your feelings hurt, that that's not my fault. Mm-hmm. Just for, like, if you get your feelings hurt, by me expressing how I feel, especially if I do it in a respective way and mm-hmm. a very kind way and I'm doing it out of, like, a good place, then sorry that's all you. Mm-hmm. But I was doing it harsh and I was yeah. mean about it. No remorse. And I was, no, no remorse. Like, I was yeah. super blunt. There was no filter about it. And then I was like, I really, like, I realized I was like, I'm starting to hate the world. I'm yeah. starting to hate everybody. And this shouts out to being self-aware. Mm-hmm. But then I realized that I did this a lot in my past. Like whenever I was going through something or whenever I was hurt, mm-hmm. I became super sensitive and I just became mean at times mm-hmm. and I just found any reason to push people away from me. Yeah. So then yesterday, last night, when I was really thinking about it, I was like, this is a cycle I need a break. I can't, mm-hmm. I can't be in my feelings and then anything anybody does they gotta go yeah i, I gotta change you, that now that you're you've become aware of it what are some ways that you can get past that like is there ways that you found might work or is it something you're still just trying to figure out uh first thing is realizing that it's a pattern like the moment i was like this is a pattern that's when i was like okay if it's a pattern mm-hmm. and this is a cycle i've been going through there's something wrong with it. I think with that, you also have to figure out what triggers the pattern. Yeah, and then yeah. that's what I did secondly. I was like, what triggers my patterns? Like, what what causes me? And then I realized whenever I'm not in a place mentally to be extra forgiving or extra understanding, th- that is where I'm triggered to just think the worst, feel mm-hmm. the worst. And then now, mm-hmm. whenever, like, say I'm in a place where I am right now, whenever things bother me, I'm like, you know what, man? Mm-hmm. in a month will this bother you probably yeah. not if this person apologized to you would it hurt you as much no can you explain why this hurts you so bad mm-hmm. and still look at your still look at what you wrote and be like yes i have every rate mm-hmm. and then i was like nah because like i'll be like oh i'm so mad this person they did this like why did they yeah. do this and then i started just typing out like why did this make me mad and blah 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 and how did this hurt me and I'd read it and be like, my nigga, that's not it's that not deep. That serious. That's <laughs> not that serious. Like, bro, yeah. Anyone can do this to me. I'd be like, my nigga, it's not that deep. It's all good. Mm-hmm. So then, once I started doing that, I was like, bro, you're being held sensitive right now. Yeah. There's no problem with being sensitive, but there's a problem when you get triggered mm-hmm. and you just want to push everybody out of your life that's where yeah. the issue is and what kind of triggers that triggers you being extra sensitive or extra or not even extra but like not forgiving not forgiving i would say 
one thing that's my issue is feeling understood i never mm-hmm. feel understood and then when i'm going through something hard i feel alone because i rely on myself so much so mm-hmm. like i feel alone and then i like i don't feel understood mm-hmm. so like anytime somebody outside of me shows something that shows me like i'm that they don't understand me or understand yeah. how i'm feeling in the moment it's a huge trigger where i'm like ah. that person doesn't get me yeah. how does that person not understand that i don't like that how does that person okay. not understand that da, 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 da. like i think it's just being in that place where it's like you're alone you feel alone mm-hmm. you feel misunderstood yeah and then there's a group of people that you create bonds with you love you know they love you mm-hmm. but they're just there's doing little things mm-hmm. that in that moment you're like they don't understand me and mm-hmm. like yeah. it hits me deeper where i'm like yeah. fuck they don't understand me i don't need them here mm-hmm. it's just not good it's not because i not think good. even with those bonds um people are constantly changing right so <laughs> sorry marriages she told me to um, put the mic closer. Yeah, we can't refilm this another time, man. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What was I saying? Yeah, people are ever changing, so it's like yeah. One thing may be understood at some point in time, at some moment in the past, but if you're changing and evolving, then you know it might not be the same. Yeah. In the future. And just understanding that so. no one is gonna understand you as much as you understand yourself. Exactly. So you can't expect people to have that level of awareness about you mm-hmm. that you have on yourself. Just like how you, I know you pretty well. Yeah. I know you have a PhD in Bella studies, <laughs> but there's still things that I will not understand about you. There's still mm-hmm. things that you could say or you can feel, and I'm not gonna get it. Yeah. But everyone's cultivating their own story. Exactly. Right? So. And it's like. I don't expect you to cut me off just because I didn't understand you in one moment. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you would. Yeah. I think and I think part of it is, like, realizing or understanding the past, too. Like, there's moments where people do understand you. Yeah. And if at one point they don't, it's like, you don't want to cut them off because one time they didn't understand you. Or if it's, like, if it's a big misunderstanding, like, if it's... No, if it's huge. a big one, then yeah, yeah I understand Then it. I'd be like, yeah, okay, come on. You differentiate the two. Mm-hmm. And I feel like just writing out why you're mad and reading it yeah. and be like, is my anger level matching what's wrong? Yeah, or is it could just really me show you. taking out of proportion? Taking it out of proportion. Or could this just be me exerting my frustrations that I have in Projection, my life onto yeah. somebody else? And yeah. I feel like that's also... Projection is huge. Damn. I feel like I was probably also projecting us... Because... <laughs> Yo, this is a very mirror honest, very mirror. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Speak your truth, girl. Yeah. I cannot. What were we just saying? Because I forgot. <laughs> we were talking about projection. Oh, projection. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is a very mirror uh, deep it's, it's topic. But mm-hmm. I feel like my issue is I don't feel understood. So I go out of my way to make people feel, like, understood and loved and mm-hmm. all these things. So I, like, my projections have their good side mm-hmm. and have their bad side. When I'm like, oh, I really need love right now, I'll go send a paragraph to you or something yeah. about how much I love you. Mm-hmm. Whenever I don't feel understood, I make sure my friends feel like, yo, Mary understands me. Like, I just project what I want from other people mm-hmm. and I do it for them. 
But then there's the hectic side. Mm-hmm. There's always the good and bad. There's the hectic yeah. side where it's like when I'm frustrated, I'm gonna project it onto you, and you're gonna think I'm frustrated with you. When mm-hmm. I'm when I'm just tired and over it, you're gonna think I'm tired and over you. Like mm-hmm. that's just my issue. Yeah. I worked on the anger part, so now I don't project my anger. What? My frustrations. I need to reel that in. Mm-hmm. And I think also, um, what you were saying about projecting the kind of the good, I'd say. Um, so when you're feeling down, you'll project onto other people the feelings that you would want. Yeah. I think that is a good thing, but it's also a bad thing. Yeah. Because it's like, yes, you're projecting what you want, but at the same time, you can't have the expectation that they're gonna do the exact same thing no when i'm projecting that i don't expect to that mm-hmm. but then like what if there comes a time where you're like oh i did this for them but oh i don't do that either okay good no that's where my frustration comes in yeah. it's when i want it i can't give it to you because my cup is not like full, not full i yeah. can't give it to you and that's where i'm frustrated and then mm-hmm. i'll project my frustration but when i'm like I'm feeling down right now. I want some love. I'll project that love onto somebody else and give mm-hmm. them that love. And just them feeling loved will make like will make me feel loved. So mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, yeah, I filled it up. I filled my like need a little bit with that. Mm-hmm. But uh, I don't count favors, bro. Yeah, just because I was there for you bad times. Um, bro, we got forgetful memories, anyways. <laughs> you can tell me. Yo, remember you sent me that paragraph yeah, that felt like, so what? love. I'd be like, what paragraph did I send you? What did I do for you again? What was that? Like I'm glad favors. it made you feel good, though. Yeah, I'm happy yeah. I made you feel good, but I don't yeah. I don't count favors. Will I count fuck-ups? Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. Oh, bro. <laughs> if you fucked up, just know I'm counting it. Mm-hmm. I have a notepad with your name on it. <laughs> and it it has a list of all the times you fucked up. And I'm the just waiting. Yeah. What do you call it? I remember the last episode when we were talking about this, you brought up your abandonment issues. Yeah. You want to talk about that a little bit? Oh, that like issues? why it um plays into your dissociation oh yeah um so i have an avoidant attachment style so mm-hmm. i just avoid relationships i avoid attachments i avoid bonds and that is also related to abandonment issues because my problem is i had a lot of instances in my life where people i loved or people that i looked up to left my life Mm-hmm. And sometimes it was, with, it was with death, or sometimes it was just like the moving away, like as like a child or something. So I just have this thing engraved in my head that like everyone's gonna leave. Mm-hmm. Don't get too attached. They're gonna leave. Like any little sign yeah. of like any little sign that like you're unhappy or or something's not right. I'm like they're gonna leave after this. Like they're mm-hmm. going away. So then when I dissociate. I'm kind of like, these people, there's going to be a day they're going to leave. Mm-hmm. Right now, I know I need them, but I don't want to rely on them because there's chance they're going to leave. So mm-hmm. it's better that I stay to myself and yeah. rely on myself because I know I'm not going fucking nowhere. Yeah. Rather than relying on somebody else and then having opening up that chance of the risk of them leaving and then mm-hmm. me being even more heartbroken at that. Yeah. I think a good way to... Um, deal with that is coming to the realization that not everything is temporary. 
you know, people that's, will leave. You know how, like, people have to learn that, like, but things aren't permanent. Like, everyone's yeah. always like, things aren't permanent, things aren't permanent. But you have to understand so this experience, yeah. and it's true. And I'm so, like, yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. But I feel like people also need to tell you how things are not always temporary either. Like, you can't just, like, a month long, or, like, mm-hmm. you can't just assume, like, yeah. Like, but I understand things are not permanent, which is true. But you can't just assume that everything that comes into your life is going to end soon as well. It's not the assumption that everything's going to end soon. It's knowing that things are temporary. So it's what you do with that. You know, like, you don't want to be scared that a relationship's going to end just because things aren't temporary and you want it to be permanent. You got to be able to, like, um, deal with the fact that, you know, People do leave, and they come into your life for a reason, they and do. they leave for a reason. My problem so, is, if they're gonna leave, what's the point of them being here in the first place? That's that's my be, issue. What that's they like, teach you. It's the experience. I know, I know that, that now. I know that now. But the yeah. little mayor, the little little kid mayor, is mm-hmm. like, what's the point of me having you in my life if yeah. you're just gonna leave? What's the point of me creating a relationship and a bond with you if you're just it's just gonna be a memory? So I'm like, mm-hmm. it's better you stay out there. Yeah. And I'm gonna stay here. I do think, like, unless people leave by death, honestly, or, like... I had a lot of those, too. So, that's why yeah. in my head, I'm, like... Unless people nah. leave by death or by, you know, cutting ties because the relationship went sour or something like that. And it just... Say the relationship just fades off. You can always get back to that stage. Like, you can always... I'd rather the relationships point, that fade off yeah. than the ones that are abruptly cut. Because yeah. those are the ones that trigger, like, my avoiding attachment where i'm like nah mm-hmm. the ones that fade off are kind of nice because you can always go back to a point where it's like you check up on them or they check up on you and like you guys talk for a little bit whatever the bond is still there well i don't really care like, about that part i like the fading out part because mm-hmm. it's like i'm slowly not yeah. needing your presence i'm slowly getting mm-hmm. used to not having your presence in my life yeah. to the point that when you're gone it doesn't affect me like mm-hmm. i'm like I've slowly been giving away my attention that I give to you until it's like there's nothing left, mm-hmm. which is easy to do on the heart and the mind. I'm not gonna lie yeah. to you. Then like, just we're done. Cut it off. <laughs> Yo, can't lie. I've done today that before, is the so. day. Yeah. No, I've done that before. I've done it, oh, and I hate you it. know it's it's not pleasant. I hate it's it. It's definitely like, heartbreaking. As much as I hate people leaving my life mm-hmm. i hate being the one to leave somebody else's life you know me too because i'm like fuck like i know that's gonna hurt them and da, 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 da. i think i low-key have like a savior complex me not too. even like a savior complex I know, it's a savior but, like, complex <laughs> it's a i can fix it no i can fix you not that i can fix it or i can fix you my issue is i don't want to hurt you so <laughs> I try to minimize that hurt. No, I don't think you have a si- I have a saver complex. You have a good guy complex. A good guy complex? Yeah. What's that? The pleasing complex. Complex. Okay, yeah. Where you're like, I gotta I don't go. Wanna, don't really fuck with you anymore. But I'm gonna say in the nicest you. way possible. Yeah. And people like you mm-hmm. are the people that cause confusion in other people's lives. I know. Because then they're like, oh, <laughs> it's they definitely said a setup for person, her. Yeah. Then they just said they're not in that place in their life. But mm-hmm. I will be soon. Yeah. No. Not even soon, no. No, the thing is, just, you in your head, you're saying no. But the way you conveyed it in their head, they're like, yeah. oh, there's going to be a time they're going to be ready for me. 
yeah, it's a setup for her. So I apologize to anyone that I've done that to. Tell I me I'm the boom bang <laughs> bye person. I'm so sorry. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to give you the fault like false thoughts and mm-hmm. false dreams and ask like hopes. <clears throat> yeah. But I also know it's gonna hurt. But I rather it hurt and you be able to move on for, from it than it hurt a little bit and but you still like, have hopes of it yeah, and then the those hope hopes is what will, gets you those hopes will be killed yeah and your feelings will be hurt but i just <laughs> i think my issue is i'm very uh okay thanks <laughs> <laughs> i'm a very fluid person like nothing is set in stone in my head you know what i mean so like if at one point i'm like no this isn't gonna work out then maybe at another point I might be like, mm, let me retry this. So that's maybe my it's issue. Maybe because you're more of a stable person. Like, you're a very stable person. Mm-hmm. So you're not searching for stability. No. I feel like people that don't have that stability are searching for the stability. And, like, mm-hmm. very temporary things are not helping you with your stability. Yeah. And I feel like that's where we're different. Because me, I'm not the most stable person. <laughs> yeah. So in life, I'm looking for things that bring me stability. Brings that... Things that I'm like, you know what, even though you're temporary, you're an experience. Yeah. I know during the experience that you'll be stable and consistent. You, you're like, hmm, I already got my stability. Yeah. I don't really care. I'm moving in and out wherever I need, wherever yeah. I feel like it. Me, wherever I'm like, I, feel like it. I need Pretty some much. stability in my life. Yeah, I'm a Taurus. I blame the stability on being a Taurus. You know what I realized? Is... I'm a Taurus Venus. So but I'm very stable in love. Yeah, but the rest I'm of my not life, stable in love though. You are the most <laughs> wishy-washy bitch out there. I'm a Gemini Venus. <laughs> Take with that. Disgusting. Take that with what you. It's so. If I don't you know have a Gemini Venus, I'm, I'm so sorry. It's not working. No, if you have Gemini anywhere in your chart, I'm so sorry, but I kind of don't like you. If you have a Gemini in your sun, <laughs> oh, get out of my face. Mare's hate for Gemini's is uh, is pretty wild. I don't she like don't Gemini's. Like I don't all. like wishy-washy energy. Yeah, I'm just a very like, I stand on my shit type person. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm stable in all other aspects. Just uh, not, not love. love. I'm, that's why I'm okay with you because yeah. you're not loving and fucking and sucking me. Oh hell no! So it don't got shit to do with me. Yeah, very true. Very but true. yeah. It's funny how both stable in life but unstable in love, and I'm very unstable in life but very stable in love. <laughs> <laughs> the whole opposites, bro. We're very yin yang. Whole opposites, but at least we have a an Aquarius moon that's the same. Yeah, it keeps so. us level. Yeah, I think so. Did you know how crazy mine is? I'm an Aries sun, mm-hmm. Aquarius moon, and a Virgo rising. Do you know how much fighting goes on in my head? It's I'm fire, air, and yeah. earth, bro. All I need is water up in there. <laughs> oh, I don't think you want the water. Bro. I don't want the water. <laughs> you don't want the water. My air is sensitive enough. The fire just gonna steam it up, boil <laughs> it up, bro. That'd be a bad mix. It would. Very bad. You know, so, I have my Aquarius to like blow out the fire whenever it needs to. I'm pretty much. And my Virgo to air. add sticks in there whenever the fire needs to be ignited more. Mm-hmm. I'm more air than I am earth, so. I'm more air than I am most of my signs. Yeah. I have a lot of Aquarius in my chart, which makes yeah. sense. I'm a very humanitarian thinker, you know? Yeah. Even though I don't seem like it, guys. <laughs> she is. <laughs> she is. I'm a deep convo type All of right. person. How do you cope with dissociation? 
I feel like with dissociation, first you gotta understand why you're dissociating. Mm-hmm. Find your triggers. Find your triggers. Understand why you're dissociating. And then you gotta figure out what am I gonna do in my life to help make it better so I don't feel the need to dissociate. Like, mm-hmm. what can I do? Like, me, I was just like, you know what? Aren't you proud of me? I released my need for control. I released it. Aren't you proud? I'm so proud. Wow. (laughs) So proud. Yeah. I was like, I released my need for control. So, like, everything that's been going on with my health, I'm like, you know what? It's out of my control. Mm -hmm. It's out of my, like, I can't do anything about it. I just got to accept it. You got to control the controllables. Control the controllables. Mine, I found my triggers and I was like, yo, you can't put yourself in a lonely place knowing that's a trigger for you. Mm Mm-hmm. So then now I'm like, you know what? Let me let people in. Let, let me let me let people love me. Let me let people care for me. Let me let people worry about for me. Let mm-hmm. me just be open to love because it's like that's what I want. So why am I pushing it away? Yeah. I think I just got rid of my fear for love. Fear for fear of love. Yeah. Oh, interesting. You know, sometimes you say that what you're looking you for most. Fear love. Sometimes what you're looking for most scares you the most. I think you have to dive into your fears. That's definitely one thing that I've been doing what more. What are one of your fears? I'll talk about my fear of love after you tell me what are your fears. I was also going to say, like, a good way to cope with dissociation is grounding yourself back into reality. Yeah. Whatever you want to do that helps you ground yourself, if that's, like, taking a walk or... Um, freaking listening to some music that you really enjoy it's also like if you live with someone say hi to them every back. morning just yeah. to just to like open yourself up to the outside mm-hmm. world say hi to somebody call mm-hmm. somebody and be like hey what's going on what's up with your life Literally, Text somebody like if you have to go sit at a mall and just watch people you've got to like, open yourself up to the outside world mm-hmm. because doing these things is good for you but you got to be able to open yourself up because yeah you might get too comfortable mm-hmm. being associated if you're just enjoying your time by yourself. You will. That's what I was doing. You'll get way too comfy. And you don't want to stay in that period for way too long. No. That's why I tell Mare. <laughs> A lot. <laughs> 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 okay, but one of my fears... Ooh. I, I... Okay. So I have a fear of failure. But also a fear of success. That makes sense. Like, they go hand that in hand. That does make sense. Yeah, they go hand because in hand Because success opens the door to... Um, more failure. More failure, and it opens the door up to the unknown. Mm-hmm. You've never been in a place... Like, the success you're looking for, and the yeah. success you want, you haven't been there yet. Exactly. So you're afraid of what is there for you when you get there. Like, mm-hmm. what life's going to look like. What you're going to have to do. Like, yeah. And then having to look for the next success. So, like, I understand why, like, success scares me, too. Mm Because the unknown terrifies me. I think, like, part of it is that, like, I know I'm going to be successful. Like, there's no bone in my body that doesn't know it. Like, I know. God did not put me on this earth to live a mediocre life. I know know. I'm going to be great or excellent at some level. But it's, like, to what extent? Like, I don't want to reach a point and be like, oh, I didn't do enough. Or reach a point and be like, oh, I should have done more. I don't want to reach a point where I'm drowning. Yeah. I don't want to reach a point where it's too much for me. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's like, if I went through all the steps I need to take, and I went through all the life lessons that I had to go through, 
and all the failures and the bumps in the road. How is it possible that I'm not ready for it? You are ready for it. And how will you know you didn't do enough until you get there? You don't. And the thing is, once you get there, you think you're not going to stop there. Exactly. Exactly. So, I mean, literally, I'm like, I guess with my whole basketball season, there was points where I was like, I know I should be doing better, but I don't know what limitations are I'm putting on myself in order to do better. You know, because I have the expectation of, oh, I should be getting here, but I'm only barely hitting it. And I'm like, oh, like this what's thing I wrote? the level that I need to get higher? I read it to Bella, to. but it's like, we need to stop focusing <clears throat> so much on how much higher we need to get and start realizing how much higher we got from our last point. Yeah, but there's I no- know, like, there's the difference. Like, say we're in practice. I'm killing practice. I'm top tier, whatever doing amazing and then we get in games and i'm like maybe putting too much pressure on yourself that i can't play the same way not believing that you can do as well i think that games as you can in practice you're you're psyching yourself out i definitely do psych myself out and i think part of it was like when i was younger um before this year i kind of just viewed myself as an average player which isn't true i'm a great player so i'm like that average mentality still it's still lingering, and I'm like, ah. When people tell me, yo, you're so good, I'm kind of just like, eh, yeah, I'm all right. I feel like a good <laughs> way to show that you're good is looking back and show, seeing how whack you were before and be like, my nigga, if I could get that much no. better, like, I feel like we need to just start doing that. Be like, I was this level back then, and now I'm all the way up here. If I can go from there to here, what is mm-hmm. stopping me from going here to where I want to be? Exactly. What is stopping me? Yeah. If I could do all that. I literally, trust me. Next, I, I haven't even decided if I'm going to play again, but. Plus, we have so much time to live life, but mm-hmm. we have so, like, just don't, I think you're limiting yourself on your time that you have. Because you're like, I got to get this done by then. I gotta be like a, on a good level. Like mm-hmm. this is my semester. By the end of the semester, I need to be at this level. Yeah. And it's like time is what's that word? I mean, I did hit my goals this semester. Yes. Yeah. I hit my goals this season, but there's another level that I'm trying to hit, and I'm like, do I just end now, where I kind of hit the goal, or do I play again and hit the actual goal that I want? But you never then that, know. There, there's the opportunity cost, you know. Like I'm. Missing out on one thing in order to do another thing. So, it's kind of tough. Listen to your heart. See where it's pulling you. I'm going to see. I'm going to see. See where it's pulling you. It's very torn. It'll be pulling me in all different directions. So, but, yeah. I think I kind of know. I think I know already. You think you know? Yeah. Somewhat. But I think I... I think my issue is I'm trying to, you know how, like, people say, make plan A and uh, don't rely on plan B. Or, you know, have plan A and plan B as your backup plan. My thing is, I'm trying to combine plan A and B. I'm trying to have them work at the same time. You know what they say? If you have too much on your plate, you're not going to do good at anything. Yeah. If you're exerting your energy on a bunch of different things, mm-hmm. you'll never be able to fully do your best great. on one thing. Yeah. 
So it's like you can do more than one thing, but make sure it's not too much where like you're doing ass at all of them. Mm-hmm. It's like my nigga, it's like taking seven classes versus taking like two or three. You know, <laughs> why would you want to take seven? But I'm saying, just to say like, yo, I'm doing all these seven things. You're gonna do piss ass bank on all of them. Fail on a couple of them. Bro, you're yeah. failing half. You're gonna catch some D's and see some, some. Mm-hmm. But then people are like, but I did it. They yeah. like, I'd rather do three classes, do good on all of them. Yeah. And be like, mm-hmm. Or my nigga, I know that one class, that one class is all I need. Yeah. Let me just take that and one class and be the best that, that I can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you know, taking having two things is not bad. It's not. Just make sure that you can put your attention and focus onto both the two things and not let one thing lack over the other because mm. then that's where the problem's going to be but the thing is yeah. the moment you start letting one thing lack and putting more focus on that, the other thing then you know which one's your choice yeah that is true that is true that is very true hey man amen to that may the motivational pick up <laughs> <laughs> the way you, you said that I should, oh put, I should put that on my bucket list bro <laughs> Do a motivational speaking gig. Oh, you should. You should. Give me some a couple yeah. of years of life experience. I'm going to do it. That'd be fun. Yo, see me on TED Talk, bro. <laughs> I'm sure you can get on a TED Talk. Yo, once, once I, once I already, bro, once I, you know, get my PhD, my master's, whatever, yeah. start working as a psychologist, I'm going to write a book. I already got the title. Tweaked or Trauma? <laughs> Yeah. Bro, make sure no one steal that. You better put a patent oh, on that shit. shit. If any of you guys steal that, your mom's a hoe. Deadass. Deadass. And your dad's a bitch. Don't steal my ideas. You better sign rights to that right now. Bro, I'm going to the government tomorrow. <laughs> what do you mean? So don't think about stealing that name. They don't even know how I'm going to spell it. <laughs> kind of like genius. Kanye style. No, bro. I'm going to do Spongebob letters for teeth. Tweaked or trauma? Tweaked or trauma, bro. By Dr. Mary Nutch Dang. To my future nigga. I mean, I'm not putting any of your tweaked. That's what I'm saying. And we all have some trauma. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Exactly. If you don't relate with one, you relate with the other. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. There you go. Don't steal mm-hmm. my idea. Do don't I look t- like I'm going to write a book? Not you, bro. Okay. Anyways, after I read my little <laughs> bookie book, catch me on TED Talk, bro. Oh, yeah. Oh, Catch yeah. me on the talk. Everywhere. Catch you everywhere. I'm gonna come on my little pantsuit and shit. Yo, catch me on the talk. You gonna be on there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 so I used to watch TED Talks all the time, bro. I loved watching like the psychology ones. And just honestly watched, all of them. Yeah, all of them. They all had some sort of insight that was pretty interesting. So. I liked it. Yeah. You know what else I saw? What? This girl was talking about how she had an interaction with a crackhead. And then, like, people were like, how are you going to say he was a crackhead? How do you know he was a crackhead? And she was like, because he yelled, stop staring at me because I'm a crackhead. Like, obviously, <laughs> like, he's a crackhead. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. And then he told her, like, he, she was like, crackheads give the best life advice. Because he was telling her, okay, before that, he was, like, arguing this one guy. And then after, he was like, how are you not going to open the door for the fat bitch? And then she was like, honestly, I want to know what the fuck I did to him for him to come at me like that. But, like, anyways, and then he told her, he was like, 
You don't have to go on vacation to say bon voyage. And then she was like, what? And he was like, are you slow? I'm saying you don't have to go on vacation to say bye-bye. And she was like, oh. Oh. And she okay. was like, you don't gotta leave people to say bye. You don't, like, people don't have to leave out of your life to say bye. Like, you can just, just bye. Distance <laughs> yourself from people. Do what you gotta do. Oh. Wow. And she's like, wow. Crack- One time uh, a crackhead sat beside me on the train, bro. Spitting life gems. Oh, yeah. I was seeing it, I was like, wow. You said, you know, life is like this and da da da. And I was like, mm-hmm. yo, people need to give uh, crackheads a fucking TED talk. Yeah. Because those niggas, they that know something be, about life. That would be very interesting. Because the amount of strangers, crackheads that come up to me and just start talking, I'm like, y'all got some interesting life stories. One time a crackhead really? threw a can in my direction. And then she started running away. And then this other cracker was like, that's a crazy ass bitch right there. <laughs> what? Then this other time, I saw a cracker. Oh my, all my life. I, I don't even want to, like, no. Like, I was so confused because it had a feminine voice but it had a beard. Mm-hmm. But it looked like a shorty. So I was like, I don't want to misgender you. So I'm yeah. just going to call them they. Yeah. So they were yelling. At these white girls across the street and they're like this is my block you don't know who i am this is my block and i was dodging eye contact so bad because i know mm-hmm. crackheads are attracted to my energy I don't yeah she looked at me she's like this is my block i've been on here since 4 p 4 a.m i run these streets everybody that works here works for me i said mm-hmm, get your okay. money and then <laughs> like yeah i've been working this block this is my block. Do you even know what block this is? I said, your block. And they're like, yeah. And I walked away. I'm so dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I mean my boyfriend. I was like, the guy behind her like, yeah. I was like, yo, if you got a man, let him be your hype man like that, bro. Honestly. Yeah, you got some, those are some pretty cool experiences. I remember one time, what grade was I in? Probably like, end of seventh grade or like eighth grade this is the time a crackhead tried to <laughs> push me into some train tracks bro <laughs> fuck <laughs> try to unalive me try to unalive me <laughs> bro what'd you do bro what'd you do to that man no it was a sheep oh <laughs> <laughs> bro thinking back to it that was actually so scary, so traumatizing. Basically, I was at the train station, you know, going home from school, whatever. I had my headphones in. I had my iPod that I just got, right? <laughs> Very protective of my iPod. <laughs> so this lady, she's yelling up and down the, what is it? The platform. Up and down the platform. That's when you try whatever. to... Avoid I'm eye avoiding contact. eye contact um, so bad, right? Because you don't want to get the what is she? She kind of starts talking to me, and she's talking about how she hates Sudanese people. Cause Shit. She, could, she could tell I'm Sudanese, right? Shit. It's not hard to tell us yeah. Sudanese, bro. She's like, I hate Sudanese people. Damn. They killed my brother. This and Damn. that. Sorry. And <laughs> I'm so sorry. But what they gotta do with me? Really, I really want to know because. Wow. My nigga, I'm a teenager. Like, what am I doing in the streets? I want to know. But she has some vendetta against me. And these people said, yeah, I'm going to take it out on her. So, basically, she starts talking to me about how she hates me. And these people, I'm like, mm, okay. 
<laughs> yeah. And then she starts getting aggressive. Uh-uh, she I starts trying to touch me, trying to take my iPod. I'm like, no. <laughs> what do you mean, no? Nah, I and then she tries to throw me off the rails, bro. And the train is coming. All these people are just watching us, just, you know? I'm trying to Tussling. dodge her. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying my hard to, hardest to dodge her. All these people just stare, and they're like, um, what's going on? No one is trying to help me. Because <laughs> they're not trying to be on the tracks, too, bro. <laughs> bro. Oh, I finally get away. The, the train comes. I hop on that train so fast, bro. Tears in my eyes, man. You were traumatized. I was traumatized. Tweaked or traumatized? You were traumatized. <laughs> why are you trying to unalive me? Why? At my young age for doing something I didn't do. I was like, ain't no way, bro. Like, ain't no way this happened. So bad. So bad actions. One time I, I was in high I was school. At Southland. Southland? Wait. What South- do we do at Southland? Because I used to go to school, like, um, in the South oh. from, like, because I used to take the bus to downtown and then take the train to Southland or that area because my school was over there. Oh. Yeah. That was when we moved to Shag. But, yeah. More of the story. That shit was scary. But my crackhead experiences were always nice. Like, one time, a crackhead saw me and Yana, and they're like, wow, black gold. I don't know what the fuck that meant, but I knew it was a compliment. I said, thank you so much. <laughs> like, black gold queen. I'm Aww. like, thank you. Wow. Thank you, sir. You got some good experiences with crackheads. Oh, they Damn. love me. It must be nice, bro. I don't know what my energy attracts, but, like. It must be nice. <laughs> like, every time is a good experience. Yeah, I really don't talk to strangers no more. I don't <laughs> like to talk that. to strangers, but hey, if, you, if you're nice, we can have a conversation. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people just need a conversation. <laughs> yeah, Unless sure. Unless they're very tweaked, then um, <laughs> we don't need to compose. <laughs> Unless they're trying to unalive you. Yeah, I mean, that's where the problem is. There's oh, yeah, what were we there. talking about before crackheads? Like, I don't know. He is, she. man. Oh, I think we were talking about our fears. Mm. Yeah. What was I going to say? What were you going to say? My fear of love. I would say mm. my fear of love. Well, um, I would say my fear of love is due to just knowing how vulnerable mm-hmm. love is and how vulnerability was not my thing, especially back then. I'm more vulnerable now, but it's still a scary thing to know that you become so vulnerable to one person with, like, your emotions, your feelings. And that's just why it scared me so much. Mm -hmm. I'm like, I don't want to be vulnerable with the wrong person. Yeah. I don't don't want to experience that with the wrong person. But I think you should always just, to some extent, be vulnerable with people. Yeah. Um... I'm getting better. I'm working yeah. on it. I'm at a better place than I was before. And all mm-hmm. I can do is make improvements. And then you know if that person leaves or, like, it doesn't work out, then you know it didn't work out on purpose. <laughs> like, for a good reason, you know? Bro, I can tell you right now, everybody that didn't work out in my past, thank God! <laughs> oh, oh my goodness. I don't know what I saw, but yeah. thank God. Because if I, if that shit continues... Yo, mm-hmm. I, my life would be in the shambles. My mental health would be in shambles. Yeah. Thank goodness for it not working, bro. Imagine being married to one of those niggas you had in your past. Yeah, no. <laughs> Fuck all that. <laughs> Fuck all that. You know, in the moment, you're like, oh, 
the boom, like, once time passes, you're like, thank God it was fuck that shit, because mm-hmm. damn. Yeah. And <laughs> to think of it, like, we're still not at the place that we're meant to be in our life. And it's like, the people who are, the people in our past, they were meant for our past self. You yeah. Know? They're not meant for Honestly, the our that present self wouldn't even give them two looks. Yeah. We wouldn't even give them a time of the day. A, t- a time, ugh, time of day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our future selves for sure would not. No. But not. our past selves would be like, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> you know what Janae Eko says? Um, that one song where she was like, um, you weren't special until I made you so. Facts. Mm. Yep. Facts. And they said, uh, he don't wife him, he don't blah, blah, blah. What was it? There's that one lyric that I was like, um, I made you special. <laughs> now you ain't special to me no more. <laughs> yeah. Some people just <laughs> take the exit, please. Exit, you know the exit, exit doors that once you exit, you can't open it again, yeah. please. Some niggas have revolving Six. doors, bro. <laughs> Glass ones too. <laughs> so you see them coming. <laughs> Yo, you yep. ever like feel when a nigga's gonna come back? Oh yeah. Oh my god. Like I'll think about him for some reason. And I'm like, why the fuck I think about that nigga? And then tomorrow, <laughs> hey, what's up? <laughs> yeah, Yo, you wanna chill? No, that's so crazy. You'll be talking about them, and then the next day, <laughs> sometimes it's the same night at night. It's so I'm like, crazy. What the fuck? Literally just having to me, I'm so bro. sorry. Really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> me too. And I was like a couple days ago. I was like, what the fuck? I said, no Yo, way. my nigga, you don't got no revolving door, but how'd you find another entry door? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm bad. Yeah, no one has a golden revolving door for me. Are they called revolving doors? Yeah, because yeah. they go okay. in a circle. Yeah, those doors? Bro. I always be scared that I'm gonna get stuck in one of those. 100%. Yeah. That's so why scary. Every time it goes in, applying pressure because it needs yeah. to make sure you can get through all the way. You gotta apply that pressure. You have to. Yeah, Or guys. else you're gonna be stuck. <laughs> <laughs> What's to be worse than being stuck in the door? Not being able to get inside a club. <laughs> How? No, you don't know. Can't even get in. Yeah. Hi, so what's it called? How you hitting from outside the club? You can't even get in. That is the best quote for all your niggas from the past that cannot get access to you anymore. Mm-hmm. How you hitting from outside the club, my nigga? You can't even get in. Mm-hmm. Thank yep. you. That's a big line right there. That's a big tune. Big line. Big bop. Mm-hmm. And that is the end of our episode today with the After Hours Podcast with your girls, Mare and Bella. I am Mare. Shout out to listening to our last episode of the season. Please go back and listen to uh, our older episodes and we'll see you in the next season.